When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode of the Bolts Broadcast, I'm Vengeance. Be tuned. Season 3, episode 58 of the Bolts Broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Crawshaw with you today. Chase, how are you? Oh, I'm hanging in there. How are you? I'm doing okay. A little tired, but you know, when you take a day off at work, they make sure to work you to the bone because they don't want any uh, any lost production. So, you know, you kind of got to fill in where you can, even though, sure. you know, you're going to be gone. So, got out a little bit late, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff I'm looking forward to. I mean, first Hell of all, yeah. When this episode drops, it's the day of the NFL draft. Can't freaking wait for that. Uh, today, after we record, new episode of Moon Knight I will be watching. Can't wait for that. And then, of course, the NHL playoffs. We're only about a week away from that. So, a lot of stuff to look forward to. Um, but something that's exciting for you is that, you know, we, we do some franchise challenges. You, John, and I, who John's been on the show, and... Apparently, you just hacked your game. I don't hack my game just because, you know, so, you know I'm a great GM. Uh, signs of, of things to come in the future. Uh, you know, I can can draft players that put up 160, 159 points, one of them being a defenseman. Not a big deal. Yeah. You know, Aaron Kivihar-U, who is a name you will definitely hear more often as we continue on uh, over the next couple of seasons. The top draft eligible player for 2024 right now. It's exciting. He's uh, an exciting hockey player. He just happened to... Set the second best all-time assist record for and, a season. Yeah, thirteen yeah. points. Shia Gretzky is number one, which is okay. Yeah. But. So now, hopefully, he's going to be able to replicate that in real life whenever yeah. he comes to the NHL. <laughs> right. That'd be cool. <laughs> One hundred and fifty assists in a season. Uh huh. Um. Anyways, on today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, we got to be talking about some news around the league. Of course, going to do a game review, game preview, uh, talk about the playoff picture, all of that good stuff. Uh, also, got to give a shout out to Steven Stamkos because I don't know if you guys noticed, but Stammer goes over 100 points this season. The first time in his career. Took him 14 seasons to do it. But sure enough, in this year where everyone says, Hey, let's just let's all let's all start scoring this season. This sounds fun. Uh, Steven Samkos decides to get in on the action and have one hell of a season. So hats off to him. It's impressive. It really is amazing if you kind of sit back and think about what's really happening this season. The amount of guys that are scoring the points they are. Connor McDavid, his season's being just brushed off as he set a career high for goals, assists, points, plus minus hits. All all this every single category. Connor McDavid has set his own personal record in, and it's being brushed off as like ah well you know. It's just, it's just another season with everybody else. It, it, it's incredible. He's going to win. The Art Ross, he is someone that should be always in consideration for the heart year in, year out, because he is the best player in the league. You know, it's probably going to go to Matthews at this point. It doesn't mean McDavid shouldn't be in that conversation, but 
you know, from, from McDavid to to Dreisaitl to Matthews to Huberto to Kachuk to Lindholm to Stamkos, the, the, the guys that have really broken out this year or the guys that have, you know, taken that extra step in their career or maybe got a bit of a career re- rejuvenation for Stamkos, it's been really fun to watch this season. Yeah, eight players over 100 points right now. One, who you didn't mention there, second-year player Kirill Kaprizov. Yeah, wow. Or Kaprizov, so... Johnny Gaudreau also sitting third in the league right now and scoring just a ton of great players this year. Very exciting to see. And Roman Yossi just being like, fuck it, Norris, season best season ever, 31 years old, because why not? Yeah, 93 points. Not a big deal. Um, But, Chase, let's talk about Monday real quick. As we know, as we talked about on the last episode, the Tampa Bay Lightning were traveling to the White House to celebrate their Stanley Cup victory. Uh, it was a great celebration from everything that I saw. And, hey, Victor Hedman even got a, a bit of a chuckle out of it. I mean, he he came to a revelation. that We found out that the Batman is running the NHL, so mm-hmm. he couldn't believe it. He was so overcome with joy that he just burst out in laughter. It, it, it really is incredible. Yeah, it was a pretty funny moment. Victor Hedman, he sure had a laugh, and uh, we had to take full advantage of it in our intro by using I'm Vengeance because if any of you seen the... New Batman movie, he never calls himself Batman, which is kind of weird. He just weird. calls himself Vengeance. Weird. And it is out on HBO Max now, so Ooh, if might, you if yeah. you haven't seen it. I might have to go go, on, go and watch it. I got some free time. Yeah. But, but anyway, uh, circling back to this whole White House visit, it's definitely a cool experience for, for athletes. And, you know, I kind of, I completely forgot, didn't even register in my brain that last year, um, they didn't go because you know it, it was COVID and stuff so they really didn't have the opportunity so this year is just kind of a like you know a double down type thing mm-hmm. um so i kind of forgot about that part so a couple so for a lot of those guys it was only their first time some people second i don't know if it was anybody's third or not but nonetheless definitely a cool experience you get the national recognition um you know i i, I know it's a sport where it's predominantly canadians and stuff but mm-hmm. still it doesn't matter it's still a pretty cool experience to go see such a historic building absolutely all right, Chase. Well, let's talk about some hockey games. We've played a couple recently. Uh, we'll first start off with the game against the Panthers in the Panthers' home stadium, home rink. Uh, this was just a massacre. Get bent, Florida. Oh, eight to four. What a game. That was, that was a really fun hockey game to watch. I mean, you, you kind of tell that it was Tampa's game f- from the beginning. Um, when it was three to one, and then Florida was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab one here real quick, make it three two towards the end of the first, try to gain some momentum back. They ended up um, tying up the game quickly there into the second, and then from there it was just Tampa Lightning hockey. I mean, it was just, it was just their game. They dominated. Nick Paul had a sick, right? sick between the legs goal just 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 for the fuck of it. Um, you know, Nikita Kucherov, Steven Samkos, these these you know star players had great games, but Nick Paul, you know, he he's a guy that. We don't talk about too much, really. Play, plays a role, um, isn't a you know a big score. And w- once we acquired him, he just is kind of settled re- really nicely into you know that bottom six roles we expected him to. But he had a great game uh, in this one, and it's a good sign where maybe you know we really benefited from just consistent scoring on top on top of the high end scoring that we had. We had you know we had some good contributors in the bottom half of our lineup as well going into playoffs the last two seasons. So now that we're seeing this at the right time, the power plays you know heating up, getting better. We're seeing all these things come together right at the right moment going into playoffs. Yeah, it was really good to see because Tampa at that point were trying to get their little run going here uh, while Florida 13-game win streak. 
Tampa snaps that. They are now sitting at a four-game win streak thanks to a big win over the Columbus Blue Jackets, a 4-1 victory, and that is the game in which Stamkos got his 100th point. I don't I don't remember who the, who the player is. I want to say it was Ben Sherratt, but nonetheless, a Florida Panther player, um, he was the first player at, to, in a single season be part of a 13-game losing streak as well as a 13-game winning streak. Hmm. Yeah. Because he was with who, Montreal? Yeah. So I, I, I want to say it was, it was Ben Trott. I remember seeing that on Twitter like, really quickly, kind of scrolling through. Like, oh, that's interesting. That, that's a weird stat. Right? I mean, I when you think about it overall, that's kind of crazy to think about. Like a team would have to do a complete 180 for that to actually yeah. happen. Oh, yeah. Or, in his case, get traded from... And if he's win the lottery and get to move from Montreal to Florida, going from a seller dweller to the top team in the league, maybe. Honestly, what a deal. Just thinking location, too? Yeah. No state income tax? Yeah. Literally every single thing about that move was an improvement. Yeah, I I, kind of agree. Uh, All right, but like I said, Columbus, Tampa, this was a 4-1 victory for us. Our stars really came out to play in this one with Nikita Kucherov getting on the board as well as Steven Stamkos putting up two. Um, I, I, I don't know what else there is to say other than we just... Looked good. We look better. We look ready for playoffs. Uh, we got two games left coming up. I uh, we got the Islanders in, and then of course we got the Blue Jackets before as well. So said we're probably gonna drop one of these games just because the way guys are gonna be deployed. I think again we're we're gonna see not really um, guys logging huge minutes. You know you might see some of the better players still playing. Where you might you know you might see Victor Hedman still leave, leave the team in ice time. You know for example, but it, it's no. Like guarantee that he's going to play 25, 20, 28 minutes. You know, he, he could play 21 minutes and all, all the defensemen could be right around there. All the forwards could be right around 15 minutes. It's, it's something I very well could see happening just to keep kind of guys fresh, keep the bottom half of the lineup engaged, and hopefully build some confidence going in. Yeah, absolutely. Keep the guys good and uh, don't let them get injured. Obviously, Columbus and the Islanders are eliminated from playoffs, so it's not like they're going to be out there playing with something to lose, playing with something to win. Be like, they're just going out there to play. There could be a good chance that they try to beat up on us a little bit so that when it comes to the playoffs, we're not as successful. But keep the guys healthy and keep this momentum going. Word. That's all I want to see. Uh, all right, we are going to go to a quick commercial break. But on the other side of the commercial break, talking about Ovechkin and his injury, going to be talking about the Vegas Golden Knights and how they have become enemy number one in the NHL, and then also going to be looking at the overall playoff picture. We'll be right back. Hockey fans, feel the action on the ice like never before with the DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Contest. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
21 and older. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Any of your betting needs, including the NHL playoffs, make sure to head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Hell All yeah. Right, Chase. Hell yeah, I said. You got a problem? Yeah, I do. Well, huge hell, problem with you, actually. Hell yeah, to betting on the NHL playoffs and hell yeah, to betting on the NFL draft is, you know, stumbled across some some lines yesterday of betting specific players, specific positions or betting which players going to go first from each position group, whatever. Found one line. It was to predict the top three um, picks like in exact order. So I went Trayvon Walker, Aiden Hutchinson, Evan Neal, and it was plus like 900, I think. So mm. I, I think that's quite realistic and i am very much hoping that happens because i'll make some money it's not going to it it might it might very well might uh i think it's possible if the jags go trayvon walker it's really down to balky because Mm -hmm. if he goes with trayvon walker then everything gets mixed up but i I don't know if you've seen this whole narrative um with trent trent balky but apparently he has a huge obsession with guys that have um long arms and a long reach. Like if you look at his, his draft like history, he pretty much only drafts players that are in like the upper percentiles for reach for their positions. Hmm. So Aiden Hutchinson is not that guy. He, he has a bit, a bit shorter arms for the position and Trayvon Walker is one of the highest in the draft class. Maybe actually the highest in terms of like reach, you know, who's got really long arms in comparison to height. Who's that? Sauce Gardner. Oh, sauce, sauce Gardner first overall. First overall. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. I can't wait for that. We got uh, a lot of great food on the docket, and uh, it's going to be a great time. Hell yeah. But I just got to say, for everyone listening on the Bolts, uh, if Aiden Hutchinson happens to go one, get ready for either Trayvon Walker or Malik Willis at number two, because it will not be Kayvon Thibodeau. If it's Malik Willis, I'll, then whatever. It just can't be Trayvon Walker. That's all. <laughs> that's all it cannot be pretty much at this point. Yeah. All right. Well... Chase, let's not talk about Ovi. This guy, the man, the myth, the legend, the best goal scorer of all time, uh, unfortunately goes out with a bit of an injury. Going to miss a a little bit of time here. Yeah, so he went kind of down crashing into the boards and went shoulder first, left the game, didn't come back, and, you know, is going to be sitting out for the rest of the season. Uh, Ovi is someone who does not miss very much time with injury. If you look back in his career, it he's only missed like a handful of games. He's been pretty healthy. He's missed some because of COVID, you know, he's missed for suspension. He's, you know, he, the, the stupid NHL rule where if you don't go to the Ulster game, you get suspended for a game. He's missed, I think twice because of that, that stupid ass rule. Um, if you don't want to go, whatever, let the kids go. Anyway, make, make the Ulster game a young player event. Only honestly, the, the older guys don't want to go. Nonetheless, mm-hmm. Ovi's only missed a handful of games. So, you know, it sucks. Hopefully he can, be ready to play in round one because regardless of, you know, who they're going against, regardless of their actual chances in the playoffs, you still want to see Ovi playing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I wish, I, I, well, obviously I don't wish that he got injured and stuff. Like I wish he stayed healthy, um, but that'll cap his regular season at 50 goals. So would have liked to see a little bit more out of him. Maybe he gets 53. At, you know. at least he hit 50 after I think it was Pierre McGuire in 2014 said he would never have a 50 goal season ever again. Uh, smart guy. Yeah, it's, that's why he's working for the Senators now. I was going to say, I haven't seen him in a while. He's like the head of analytics for the Senators, some, some shit like that. Mm. Where are they sitting right now? Let me check. Uh, oh, oh, seventh oh. in the Atlanta. Yeah, 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 the basement. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, shocker. 
Hey, they got 71 points. That's that's pretty shocking. 32 wins on the season. Dang, Ottawa. You're impressive. You're impressing me. <laughs> yeah, they're impressing you. I mean, they are out of the rebuild right now, so that's what their out of the rebuild looks like. <laughs> exactly. All right, well, let's talk about Vegas now, the Vegas Golden Knights. You know, two, three years ago, everyone, big fans, loved them. They made it a miracle Stanley Cup run uh, just to fall short to the Capitals. Well, now it just seems like everyone hates them. Everyone does hate them, especially in like the hockey media world. Like in terms of, you know, people you see all over Twitter that are hockey fans and stuff. Um, Vegas is a very unlike team because of, you know, the, the way the social media like team acts, they, they kind of act like they're better than everyone else. Mm. They, they walk around with this whole stigma of, yeah, we've never missed the playoffs. We made the Stanley Cup our first year. We're, we're the best. And now that they're finally losing, it's it's kind of funny, and they're gonna they're gonna miss playoffs here this season more likely than not. I don't think it's still guaranteed yet they're out, but it's no. pretty it's pretty much looking such. So hopefully they do honestly because they 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 need the reality check. It's a team that when it was when it was built, it never should have went on that run, and it was probably not even for the best for the organization. Sure, it helped them bring in fans, it helped build up a fan base. I I get that. So in terms of the economics, yeah, of course it's great. But when you're looking at the actual sustainability of a hockey team and an organization. It wasn't a very good thing because they have zero prospects in their system at all. They, mm-hmm. they, they, they have nothing of, of really any substantiality. They haven't had the chance because they haven't been drafting higher than Cody Glass, and Cody Glass was a complete miss. Yeah. And they, they just have, you know, nothing to work with. It, it's it's a problem of winning right away and trying to keep on winning nonstop. It's it's better for what Seattle's doing. As bad as Seattle is and as good as we think they could have been, it probably is for the best that so they weren't very good this year because they were able to get some draft picks in return. They got Matty Beniers. They're going to be right in the running for first overall this year. They're, they're going to have a chance to win that lottery, go up and get Shane Wright. If not, they're going to still go to Logan Cooley, C- uh, Simone Namich, Yuri Slavkovsky, Brad Lambert, whatever, wherever the hell they decide to go, they're going to get a talented hockey player. Mm-hmm. And Vegas, they're going to miss barely, not really move up in, in the lottery. And I, I think they're they're in trouble next year. Sure, they have Jack Eichel. Sure, they have Mark Stone. Sure, they have Petriangelo. But I don't know if Leonard's going to be there next year. He doesn't seem very happy there with what's going on. So, on top of that, and really not a whole lot of depth, it could be some trouble. You know what made the big change for me? What's that? When Vegas decided to ship off Mark Andre Fleury, the reigning Vesna winner. Yes, that made a change for a lot of people. Pennies. It wasn't pennies. It was nothing. For pennies minus pennies. There it was for a player that Vegas loaned right back to Chicago, whose contract ran up that they didn't resign. Oh, I thought it was for like a seventh. No. Okay, well, that's good. It was literally for a player that they never got anything out of. Mm. They never even played a game for the organization. Yeah, I mean, Marc-Andre Fleury, if you know anything about him, phenomenal dude. Like, one of the best guys in hockey. Just seems like he has such a great time in the locker room with all the guys. He does great things for the community. And he just happened to win the Vesna. But what does Vegas think about him? Eh, well, it's about time we give up on him. He's for getting nothing. Up, he's getting up there in age, so let's just ship him out the door. And obviously, everyone hated that because everyone likes Mark Andre Fleury, especially yep. in the hockey Twitter world. Now he's in Minnesota. They have a chance to do some damage maybe in the playoffs, and Vegas is going to miss, and hopefully they get the curse of the flower or something. That would be awesome. That would That'd be, be really that cool. Would be something. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's take a look at that playoff picture now and where exactly Vegas sits. So Vegas technically can still clinch that last wild card spot. What they need to do is they need to win their last two games, while Dallas has to lose outright for their last two games. Um, 
Dallas wins or gets an overtime loss, they're in. They're the wild card. And then that would set the West up for Colorado, Minnesota, St. Louis, Nashville, Dallas, Calgary, Edmonton, and Los Angeles. But, of course, if the impossible happens or the improbable happens where Dallas loses everything and Vegas wins everything, then you'd have Vegas in there. Yeah, it would have been nice if Dallas would have just got that regulation win and called, and called it game. And mm-hmm. it could have had a couple days for everyone just to get settled in for playoffs. But they didn't against Vegas. Had to go to overtime. Vegas still has a fighting chance. But let's just hope that Dallas squeaks out that win there. Uh, playoffs are set at that point. I'm kind of surprised, you know, Dallas found their way in with some of their struggles they had earlier in the year. But other than that, I mean, I mean, I, I, I guess L.A. as well is a team that kind of shocks yeah. me. But everything else is kind of, you know, not too far-fetched or anything for, for this whole playoff system. Yeah, I was kind of hoping to see Winnipeg and Vancouver. Um, sure. I don't. I don't like love either of those teams, but there's players on each team that I'm a big fan of. So I would have liked to see them make it. Uh, not the case. Uh, I I feel like there's going to be one or two games I'm super excited to watch in the West, but then, you know, two games where I'm just going to be like, or two series, I should say, where I'm going to be like, uh, like, I'll pay attention, but it's not one I'm going to be getting my popcorn ready for. I think Colorado-Dallas could be solid. Uh, honestly, mm-hmm. just because I think Colorado has got a good chance to mollywop them, but it'll be entertaining watching Colorado do it because they're a talented team. Mm-hmm. And then other than that, yeah, it really, it's just, other than that, what I want to see in the West is just the Battle of Alberta. I, yeah. I always like seeing that. And then outside of that, the East should all be pretty entertaining series. Yeah, like Calgary, Nashville, not not really doing it for me. No, unless Romeo's, he can keep his magic going. That might be somewhat entertaining, but I don't know. Yeah, Edmonton, Los Angeles, and... uh Minnesota St. Louis might be okay. Yeah, um, all right. So really, really what I'm hoping for there is that the Alberta teams win, play each other round two. Yeah, that's that's not all settled in yet just because Nashville and Dallas can do a little moving and shaking. And of course, Vegas could sneak their way in too. But if we go to the East, we've got our eight teams. So from the Atlantic, you got Florida, Toronto, Tampa, and Boston. And then from the Metro, you got Carolina, New York, Pittsburgh, and Washington. This is one where I'm not shocked at, like at all. Like, I think this might have been my eight teams when we came into it. Yeah, well, I mean, 100% makes sense. The only team that, like, you could really see that miss squeaking in there, like, really rationally, maybe, 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 maybe the Flyers, and maybe, 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 maybe the Islanders. But really, it's 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 eight teams that look like playoff teams coming in. Sure enough, they are. Yep. Any matchups outside of the most likely Tampa-Toronto game uh, or series that you're looking forward to? I mean, really? I, I just I guess I'd probably have to say, you know, if if I if I got to narrow down one, I'm I'm assuming it'll it's looking like it's Florida Washington, especially yeah. Florida. You know, Washington's probably not winning the next two games without Ovi, mm-hmm. so that one could be pretty good, especially if Ovi comes back for for game one. That one could be entertaining, but I would kind of rather a Florida Pittsburgh, honestly, if, if if I could see that. I think I think that that would be that would be nice. Yeah, honestly, I I think that all of. These matchups look pretty good. I think the least enticing is Carolina-Boston, but that's one where, you know, you got the old grizzle vets with Boston and then the the flashy young kids with Carolina. That's one I'm still interested in. Yeah, it, it, it'll it'll be probably the least watch out of the East, no matter how it works out, but I, I would definitely agree. So a lot of good games to look forward to in the playoffs, a lot of good series. Um, but Chase, I want to go back to something that I sent you a couple of days ago that we never talked about on that last episode of the Bolts broadcast. I was hoping we were going to, but we totally forgot. That being Greg Wyshynski, 
with ESPN. Uh, he made a story, an article on ESPN Plus about why the NHL must expand the Stanley Cup playoffs. He wants 20 teams um, and in similar fashion to basketball. So if you don't know, in basketball, your um, 7 through 10 seeds would have a wild card type of round where the 7 seed would versus the 10 seed, the 8 seed versus the 9 seed. Um, those teams would go at it for like a three-game series, or maybe it's just one game. Uh, I'm not sure what he proposed exactly in the, his article. And then it would move on to 16 teams. But he said that to have 32 teams and only 16 teams make playoffs is just ridiculous. What are your thoughts on that? I think the many teams make playoffs. I do too. I like half the league makes playoffs. Do it. I'm thinking if we want 20 teams make playoffs, cut the regular season to 50 games. There's no reason to have an 82 game season. If only 12 teams are missing. Yeah. If, if you can't prove you're a top half team, excuse me, top half team in the league through 82 games, then why the hell do you deserve a chance to just get hot and lucky and have a, you know, a 39 win season and then just get lucky and win the Stanley Cup because you got hot at the right moment. Like, no, I know the Stanley Cup playoffs is a lot about that, and I've got no issue with that, but I'd rather see the teams that have proven that they deserve to be there. So, you know, I'd rather see, like, like, like the NFL one, you know, they, they did 12 teams. I know they expanded to 14 because they're trying to get more money, mm-hmm. and 14 whatever, 12 was, was a great number in my opinion. I had no issue with 12 at all. I would love for the NHL to do 12. I think that, you know, at that point you have eight teams play, four teams get a bye, whoop de doo um, and then, they, you know, they can play through the first round, then you go play the teams with a bye. And I know there's some issues to that where, okay, well, now the team's on bye might not be fresh or whatever, or there's less games on, there's less money to be made. I understand that, that that's the case and it'll never be that way, but really, and how it all makes sense, too many teams make playoffs as it is. I, we see teams with below a 41, like 41 wins is, is, is a 50% winning season, technically. Mm-hmm. We see teams with less than 41 wins make playoffs for it. I don't like that. I don't think that should be the case. You should have to hit it. What if you should have to hit a win threshold? If you had a win threshold, the number of teams in playoffs can be different every year. You just got to hit the win threshold. You got to hit the 46 win threshold or something like that. A terrible number, but uh... I, was just, I don't even know why that was the number I came up with. It just what <laughs> made sense. Um, I think that his argument makes a little more sense if you're looking at the West. So if we go to the West wildcard picture, that seven seed is Nashville, eight seed Dallas, nine seed Vegas, 10 seed Vancouver. Nashville versus Vancouver, there's a realistic outcome, which Vancouver wins that. Yeah. And then Dallas, Vegas, same thing, yep. you know? But if you go look at the East, you got Boston versus Columbus. Waste of time. And then you got Washington versus the Islanders. Waste of time. Exactly. So um, I see both sides of the picture because he also mentioned. Uh, which you and I have mentioned multiple times about how the NHL, they're not really good at advertising their game until we reach playoffs. Once we reach playoffs, they've got good advertising. And if anyone clicks on a hockey playoff game, they're going to love it. Like the playoffs is great. Uh, I would say probably 96% of the time. So like there's, there's the rare games where there's snooze fest, but uh, the playoffs are amazing. So I kind of get his point in saying, give us more teams that way we get more playoff hockey but at the same time if we're gonna do that we got to cut down on the games there's no reason to have 82 if you're gonna have you know so many extra playoff games as well i agree so overall though i think 16 is uh plenty fine if anything let's let's 
kick it down a notch. But uh, all right, well, just want to say that, talk about that little article that Greg Wyshynski wrote about, but that's going to do it for the show. We're going to go to a hockey name of the day. Oh, this is a good one. Isn't it? Yeah. It's a press release. Yeah, PR. So, I don't even know. Like, well, I don't even know how it began. I just, I, I randomly was, you know, looking through Elite Prospects, and then I get stuck in my EP kind of wormhole like I normally do, or rabbit hole like I normally do sometimes. And I make it down to the German Sixth League. So, that's the sixth pro league in Germany. Mm. In this league, there is, this is, it's not this guy, but there is a 70-year-old who does play. Oh, that so yeah so that's kind of interesting. I didn't know Yarmir Yager was still playing. Yeah, Yarmir Yager is still doing okay <laughs> in the Czech League even. But anyway, I come across this guy. This is an interesting character. Plays for EC Pluffenhofen too. Ooh, love yeah. me some Pluffenhofen. Yeah, so Ice Hockey Club Pluffenhofen too. Um, J or PR, excuse me, is something years old. He was born somewhere. He plays a position, and he might have a handedness. Because it just doesn't have any of the information. This feels like a fake player. He, he's he got stats from multiple seasons right here. Look, 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 look at my hand. You, you, you can see he's, he's got played multiple seasons. 14 points for 16 games. Not so, bad. Solid hockey player, huh? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. So so PR, maybe someone you'll be seeing uh, in, in the NHL landscape. <laughs> <laughs> just keep an eye out on him. And, hey, if someone comes in with the initials PR, very likely that could be him. I would give it like a, a 94% chance that it's him. 96, so. Yeah. So. Hot Wheels beat that. Good old PR. I'm also looking at Yarmir Yager, the uh, young age of 50 years old, put up 19 points through 43 games this season. Come on. Tell me he couldn't be a veteran presence in an NHL locker room. Czechia, baby. Playing for Czechia. They were in Czechia, too, last year. Yeah, and he helped them get promoted. So. He was on them in Czechia too, got them promoted, then they got demoted, and then they got promoted again. Yeah. Love to see it. They're 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 kind of just right there as that kind of team they are. I wish he still like was playing internationally because he retired inter- from international play like like eight, ten years ago, whatever it was. I wish he was still playing because he would one hundred percent still be playing in the world championships and stuff. That'd be so cool. What a baller. Yeah. Love you, Armor Yager. All right, well, that's going to do it for the show. We want to thank you so much for coming out and giving us a listen. Chase, why don't you hit him with an outro? As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. If you want to check us out on Patreon, support us over there. We'd really appreciate it. If you want to follow us on Twitter, at Bolts Broadcast, it's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter, at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. While you're at it, follow WNP on Twitter, at WNP Sports Pod. That's WNP Sports Pod. Get all the content you need on Twitter between those three accounts. While you're at it, you know, make sure the hockeypodcastnetwork.com. Find all the podcasts in the network right there. Boom. Click the logo. Listen easy peasy lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, if your rate is five stars, send us your questions, comments, concerns. We appreciate it. Wherever you do, it's going to THP and it's time for DraftKings. Uh, I just want to say, I think the intro music was the, lo- the wrong music. <laughs> oh, well. We'll talk to you guys next time.